This is a podcast from the University of Manchester's Jodrell Bank Center for Astrophysics. For the full show and archives, visit jodcast.net. In the news this month, dark galaxies discovered by astronomers, a new theory about Pluto's formation, and the launch of Mir-Lith Telescope in South Africa. First up in the news, astronomers from ETH Zurich have recently detected six dark galaxies. Dark galaxies are those galaxies that are devoid of stars, thus making them difficult to detect as they do not emit light. In spite of substantial efforts, the theory of galaxy formation and evolution is not entirely clear to astronomers. Some theoretical models suggest the existence of an epoch in the early phase of galaxy formation when galaxies contained substantial amount of gas but were still inefficient at star formation. Detecting these dark galaxies has been a challenge, but there are still methods to do so. One way to observe dark galaxies is to illuminate them in presence of an external source of light, such as a background quasar. This is a way that ETH Zurich astronomers Dr. Marino and Professor Sebastiano Cantalupo have employed. Quasars are bright, compact objects that are believed to be powered by supermassive black holes. The intense UV light emitted by quasars induces fluorescent emission in hydrogen atoms known as the Lyman alpha line. This causes the hydrogen in any dark galaxies in the vicinity of the quasar to give off visible fluorescent light, thus making the otherwise hidden galaxies visible. In a news release, the Nuasta reported that although such fluorescent illumination has been used before in searches for dark galaxies, Marino and the team of astronomers now looked at the neighborhood of quasars at greater distances than has been possible in earlier observations. This was done with the help of the Multi-Unit Spectroscopic Explorer Instrument, also known as MUSE, attached to the European Space Observatory's Very Large Telescope. As per the news release, the team acquired the full spectral information for each of the dark galaxy candidates. Deep observations, 10 hours for each of the six quasar fields they studied, enabled Marino and her colleagues to efficiently tell dark galaxy candidates apart from other sources. From initially 200 Lyman alpha emitters, half a dozen regions remained that are unlikely to be normal star-forming stellar populations, making them robust candidates for dark galaxies. The study was recently published in the Astrophysical Journal. In another news, in recent study published in the journal ICARIS, astronomers at the Southwest Research Institute have developed a new theory about Pluto's formation. The scientists came up with the model known as the Giant Comet Cosmochemical Model of Pluto Formation based on data from NASA's New Horizons and ESA's Rosetta mission. In a press release by the Institute, Dr. Christopher Klein of the Institute's Space Science and Engineering Division said, We found an intriguing consistency between the estimated amount of nitrogen inside the glacier and the amount that would be expected if Pluto was formed by the agglomeration of roughly a billion comets or other cupier belt objects similar in chemical composition to 67P, the comet explored by Rosetta. Our research suggests that Pluto's initial chemical makeup, inherited from cometary building blocks, was chemically modified by liquid water, perhaps even in a subsurface ocean. 
This research builds upon the fantastic successes of the New Horizons and Rosetta missions to expand our understanding of the origin and evolution of Pluto. Using chemistry as a detective's tool, we are able to trace certain features we see on Pluto today to formation processes from long ago. This leads to a new appreciation of the richness of Pluto's life story, which we are only starting to grasp. And finally, the 65cm Mir Lith telescope was recently inaugurated at the Sutherland Observatory in South Africa. Mir Lith, which is Dutch for more light, is equipped with a 100-megapixel camera and will hunt for optical counterparts of transient stellar explosions observed by the Meerkat Radio Telescope Array. The Meerkat is a precursor to the Square Kilometer Array. Both the Meerlith and the Meerkat will be scanning the southern skies. The project is a collaboration between six institutions from South Africa, the Netherlands and the UK. Professor Ben Stappers, who is a collaborator from our very own Chortle Bank Center for Astrophysics, says, For us, it was the reason to join this consortium. Flashes of radio emission, known as fast radio bursts, may now be caught in the act by both Meerkat and Meerlith. Hopefully, we can finally determine the origin of these enigmatic flashes. A co-principal investigator of the telescope, Professor Rob Fender from the University of Oxford said, This is the beginning of a new phase of coordinated multivalence research into the most extreme astrophysical events.